Welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host along with Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert, Mordecai Ballas. Good afternoon, good morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are, Mordecai, how are you? I'm great, Wendy, how are you today? I'm fantastic, thank you so much. I'm very excited about this episode. I get excited about all the episodes, but uh, some yeah, of but this one, like, this one is spicy. This one's a little spicy. <laughs> This one is called Things That Go Bump in Your Dreams. But before we get to that, I just wanna spend a minute uh, to welcome new listeners and to share with you that each and every week, Mordecai and I are here to share all of the Kabbalistic insights behind sleep and dreams. You know, sleep and dreams often get discounted as something that we have to do every night. Funny enough, all 7 billion plus of us do it every night. And yet very, very few of us really understand the power of our sleep that, that produces dreams that can provide us clarity in our awakened day. It's the limitless time of our day. And with that, we can do so many more things. So that's why we are here every single week to share those insights with you, to help you uh, increase the and better your sleep, to increase the clarity of your dreams and to make your awakened day more elevated um, for yourself. And by the way, as we talked about in our last episode, it's not only doing it for ourselves, it's doing it for everybody in the world. So uh, it's really fantastic that we have this opportunity to share it with you. Um, before we get started, I wanna remind everybody that we have two fantastic features that you do not want to miss at the end of the, each of our episodes. The first is the language of dreams where Mordecai shares a sleep symbol of the week. So you have the ability to better understand your dreams and to even do some interpreting of your own dreams and maybe some others as well. And also we have something to sleep on where Mordecai shares tips, meditations, exercises that you can do before you go to sleep to enhance your sleep and your dreams. So stick around for that. And please make sure if you have any questions that you put them in the comment boxes on whatever channel you're watching us on, because we always like to answer your questions. And if we don't get them to, to them during this episode, we always respond during the week. Okay, things that go bump in your dreams sounds a little scary, but it's a little exciting. So tell us what it's all about, Mordecai. Yes. So um, it's time to bring up a, a world that um, many people have... Uh, not necessarily the most positive connotation, and that's the energy of the different entities. And one of those uh, category, one of those entities, which has a category by itself in the dreams categories, is a dream that can be received by a demon. And before we go further, it's important, first of all, that we define what is a demon, because we probably have a perception of what is a demon from movies or um, uh, different tales. Big horns, right? scary Yeah, teeth. or the, the ears or something like, like right. To, so, like to, um, like to, you know, inhibit your soul and make you do bad things. Yeah, like something like uh, gross and uh, not that it's like uh, that far from uh, the reality, but first let's define it. Right, so a, a demon is an entity that shares things with angels on one hand. So um, 
for example, it can be wings, uh, ability to fly, to go through different uh, physical things, and to get supernal messages. Hmm. On the other hand, demons also have entities, uh, they have attributes that are related to humans. So uh, they eat, they drink. Soon we're going to discuss probably what are they eating, what are they drinking, <laughs> and also um, die, they also multiply. So while humans are made out of four elements, right? We have uh, earth, fire, uh, wind, and water, or air. air. Yeah, and water. So the, the demons are made from two elements only, fire and air. This is why the majority of people, the majority of humans cannot really uh, see them. Now, uh, something wait, wait. really interesting. Wait, yes. <laughs> before you go into something really interesting, I think it's really interesting just, and I just want to say this, that what you're saying, and this is from a spiritual standpoint and a Kabbalistic standpoint, as these entities really do exist. It's not like yes. made up and that they have a purpose, which I know you're going to talk about, but that they really do exist. And I think that, you know, it's important just for a moment to kind of let that sink in because, you know, we think about, I don't know, I think people are more open to angels existing than maybe to demons. Right. Right. And uh, the truth is that uh, just like uh, we know from the Kabbalists that every cell of our body, every, everything that, every entity, any, anything that exists has an angel that is there to bridge between the metaphysical reality bringing energy that is nourishing to the physical existence of that entity, whether it's a cell in your body or um, another person, plant, animals, whatever that is. So there are far more angels that we can even perceive. Mm -hmm. We're talking about crazy, crazy amounts, more than even trillions. And in a similar way, there are far more uh, demons than we can actually think like, oh, you know, <clears throat> once in a while, there's like, uh, right? And we also have those expressions, right? Like, it's time for this individual to face his demons mm -hmm. or um, be because we usually associate demons with fears, with uh, negativity, with... Uh, things that need to be transformed. So even this expression, right? Uh, facing the demons, uh, fighting with the, the individual's demons, it's indicating that there is something here. Okay. There is something here, right? So I wanna actually focus on the positive aspect because at the end of the day, uh, King Solomon, who was, according to the Kabbalist, the wisest man that ever walked on this planet, he developed a very strong relationship with, uh, with the, the demons. In fact, he actually captured the king of demons because he wanted to build the holy temple in Jerusalem. And every time he built the stones, uh, when he came to the to build the western wall, um, they were building it. We're talking about like huge stones. Right. Every time they build the stones, uh, in the morning later, they woke up 
and just one wall collapsed. So he received the message that the only way that he can actually build a wall, and it's funny because today it's the only wall that well, remains. Left. Yeah. The only way is that if he captures the kings of demons and he will actually learn to um, learn the secret of how to build a wall. And that's what he did. Of course, there were downsides to it. Making a long story short, King Solomon did pay a price by being, let's say, um, too involved mm. with uh, the king of demons because the messages come as mixed messages, truth and lies. And um, amongst, amongst the truth that King Solomon received, he also received one lie that he followed and uh, caused him uh, great challenges. So for us, we want to focus on, we want to be able to focus on, uh, because uh, we already spoke that there is a nightmare, there is um, a level of um, natural dream, right? Based on our worries, fears, concerns in the day to day. And now we have a, a level that it seems to be like demons, like why is it higher than natural dreams? Because demons are entities that share this common mess, this common trait with angels, which is the messages. There were Kabbalists throughout the past that would communicate with angels, with angels and demons. Now it sounds like a book, right? <laughs> communicate with the demons to extract for them because they knew how to wash themselves and they knew how to extract the positive messages. Okay, before so you go on. I'm not saying we should invite them, but if something like this already happens, which soon we're going to speak about how do we know, right? But if something like this already happens, let's extract from it the best. So I just wanted to interrupt there because I yes. neglected to say that right now we're in the midst of um, a series of episodes that's looking at the different levels of dreams, right? So we've already done the first level, which is the nightmare, which is the lowest. Then the next one is natural dreams. And then this one is now uh, uh, ones with demons in it. And that is higher. And I just wanted to make sure everybody who's listening who hadn't maybe heard the other episodes knew that right. each week we're going up a step. So yeah, it's very interesting that demons would be at a higher level than what your natural dreams are because your natural dreams are still delivered by angels, right? Right, right. So, so demons- I mean, um, to, be, to be more, um, I would say to be more accurate about it, we already mentioned it before that natural dreams are um, a little bit more elevated than um, the, the nightmares. And at the same time, the angel Gabriel does not get himself busy with the natural dreams. So this goes the same also for the demons. Okay. The category for the demons, the angel Gabriel, it's a higher state than that, which would be in the next episode. But this, um, um, this category, uh, very similar. So I just want to make sure we are clear about it, that it's not, let's say, 100% that the natural dreams come from angels. 
Yes, you might have interaction with angels in your natural dreams, but the majority is like the soul didn't really get that high enough to interact with the angel. It's mostly uh, from your brain, from your worries, the baggage that, mm. the, um, that the individual carries with them in their soul when they go to sleep. I, I want to also say, uh, I want to make, make it clear, the Kabbalists say that um, the most spiritual we are, and this is, by the way, true also for the previous two categories, the less chances that we will experience these kind of dreams with the demons. Now, having said that, I can share with you that I had different uh, experiences, different dreams like that in the past. Um, and it's a result of the place that I slept in most of the chances. So whether it's like an hotel that in that particular room wasn't the best energy or a, a, a house that something happened in the room that I stayed in the past and uh, the energy is still there because uh, it's really important for us to understand the demons are just like angels a lot of the angels are created as a result of our actions, of our thoughts, less about our thoughts, but actions and words. In a similar way, demons, yes, there's the core demons that were created already at the very beginning to create a balance between darkness and light in the world. So the game will be fair, mm -hmm. the game of life. And at the same time, we create, people create demons as well by our actions. And it's many times related to um, uh, sexual misconducts and um, uh, negative energy, but especially uh, the first part. And um, we create, we create those energies and uh, this is the demons, right? So those demons that are there when people create them. And by the way, you might come to this place, stay there for the night, and it wasn't your fault, right? That these were created by the person before you that stayed there before you or who knows like when, unless you really cleanse the energy, which we'll talk about it later. Right. So what can we do right i mean at the end of the day it's really important for us to understand that it's our role it's our journey to elevate ourselves and the more and more we elevate ourselves maybe here and there there will be a bump but at the at the big picture those three categories that we covered today and the previous two in the previous two episodes they're gonna be less and less part of our journey. Okay. And that's indication that you know that you're making progress, that you're really moving forward in improving your sleep, improving your dreams. So how do you know if you've had a dream with a dream demon? How is it different than say a nightmare, which we've already talked about? Right, so the Kabbalists say that some of those dreams are definitely an attempt to scare the individual because we, we mentioned that they need to be fed 
those entities need to be fed. So one of them, one of the ways they get energy is by more sexual misconduct in that place. So it, it's possible that the person would sleep in a certain place and it will make them have thoughts that are, let's say, are out of the norm or inappropriate or challenged in that matter. And it's also possible that someone went to sleep in that place, that there are demons, and as a result, they got scared in the dream. And being given the energy of like, oh my God, that, that thing of being scared, the individual just gave away part of the energy. So that's one way that we can look at it. Okay, but I want to be clear because you keep talking yes. about this other place. Like, what if I'm in my own bed? You know, how do I know it's a, it's a dream of a demon? Like, I can't blame my location. So physically, <clears throat> uh, the Kabbalist teach that um, your heart will be racing. Okay. Uh, like short breath. This is like a physical indication that it's not, um, it's higher than a nightmare. It's like a, a higher vibration. So, um, well, just to go back, when we, yes. you were talking about nightmares, you said that if, if it's a nightmare, likely you'll wake up and you'll wake up not feeling like you'll feel disturbed. So you're saying this is like yes. you wake up and it's like you're physically like your heart's pounding or you're sweating or something's going on. And right. Then, so that's one option. Right? The okay. second option, part of their method, one of the methods is uh, no, let's, let's keep them uh, going in the dream because we keep on getting energy. So it's uh, like sexual dreams, uh, wet dreams. These are the types of dreams that are coming from the demons. Uh, because they they want to extract energy mm. and the more you uh, and this is for the future right we want to practice more uh, of course being conscious throughout the day um, but we also want to be able to reach that state that we grow our consciousness to a degree that while we are dreaming if it's a dream with a demon, we recognize that someone is trying to take our energy. Ah, okay. Now, what's beautiful about the lower three categories that we mentioned is that you don't have, a, I would say you do have some sense of control. The other levels that we're gonna mention in, later on, you already, the soul is already way high way high so it's less and we already spoke about it in the second season about the taking off right that up to a certain place you do have control and from that place and on not much almost none but those three you can sense it doesn't have to be that you walk up from it but you can sense that someone is trying to take your energy okay so it's not necessarily that you walk up from it but um, there's like energy rush. Okay. It's almost, um, I would say, uh, maybe too good, right? It's too, 
too perfect. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Is it, I mean, does it a, de- a dream from a demon have to be a negative dream? I know you talked about sexual relations, but it could it be, which, you know, might be nice. I mean, are there other dreams that a demon can deliver that feel positive? Or will you always, will it always come from like a, a negative, like you'll always feel it's a negative dream? So I remember this was, um, it's a really great question. I remember this was, um, I would say, 17 years ago that I went to sleep in a certain place that I knew that this place was uh, extreme in the energy. I knew that the energy, there, there, there was like terrible stuff that happened there, uh, like history of like at least 100 years and the old building, different settings. And with everything that I did to protect myself, I remember one particular night that I had uh, this struggle with this demon throughout the whole night. I'm sleeping and I know he's there, you know, and it's like up and down. But at the end, on, on that morning, I got this message that um, with the help, of course, of the force of creation and the positive force, that light is stronger than the darkness and I'm going, I'm going to be victorious. Of course, with the support of the right forces. Mm-hmm. So the, the answer is that, um, yes, many, many times they will try to take energy. They will try to um, pull you down. But if you already have this kind of dream, so that's a moment using also what we're going to share later on. But that's, that's an opportunity. If you have already a question, ask. If you already have um, um, some sense of control. So at least extract from it the maximum that you can. Right. So it doesn't have to be negative, though the majority of the time it is challenging. Well, that's what I was going to say, that the dream isn't like, oh, I went to the beach kind of dream. The dream was there was a struggle or there was something, you know, like it feels like a nightmare. You know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to help our listeners see the difference between nightmare and ones with demons because nightmares always feel scary. No, nightmare is is purely negative and scary. Okay. This one can either be scary or um, if we're going in the sexual part, it can be very uh, joyful, enjoyment, playful. And unless you were thinking about the individual was thinking about this individual on the day before, uh, there's something here that we, we really need to, to pay attention to. Okay, okay, great. And also you mentioned the fact that, um, that with a dream with a demon, you're, it's like, kind of like a nightmare and a natural dream where your your soul isn't as yeah it hasn't gone up as far and i remember you saying maybe not in this episode but i remember you saying something about the fact that it happens quickly like if you're having a dream it's not like is is that true is it something that maybe when you first fall asleep it will happen because i remember having dreams sometime waking up from dreams where i've only been asleep for like 20 minutes but it's a really powerful dream Yes. So it's something in the middle. Okay. So it's not like 30 minutes after you went to sleep. 
it's usually would be around um, um, let's say an hour, two hours. It's not like four hours, but it's usually around two hours after the individual went to sleep or maybe two hours before they woke up. Um, and um, the major times that it can take place, you might want to write this down, it's 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Hmm. It's interesting because this time is around the time um, that according to Chinese medicine, the 12 internal organs, the 12 main internal organs, each one has two hours to cleanse, to replenish itself, to uh, go to the next level. And the hours of the liver are 1 to 3 a.m. Mm. So this is the energy of the liver, is the energy of the heaviness, the energy of uh, uh, the challenging, the energy of the liver in the body is uh, what deals with all the toxins, like clearing the toxins from the blood. It's like doing the, the dirty work. So I just want to give more of the big picture uh, with all the questions uh, that you asked me, Wendy. So um, it's possible that we will wake up from it, um, which is, uh, it can happen as a result of being scary because they want to get the energy. And at the same time, it's possible that the dream by a demon is going to be something that um, is very enjoy, uh, in, like very enjoying, like very like, because it's related to sexual energy that they try to take energy because they, these are the two main ways that they get energy. They need to be fed. Okay. Um, usually, uh, not necessarily that we would wake up from it. It depends if it's the scary avenue or the enjoyment avenue. And if we do wake up, it's going to be heart racing and uh, high pulse, high breath. And uh, one of the Kabbalists, actually Yehuda Moshe Petaya, Rabbi Yehuda Moshe Petaya says that um, he opposes to what the other Kabbalists say, that it's higher than the first two categories. He says that these demons can actually stand next to the individual's bed and they whisper in the ear. So there is a debate, right? So it's like you didn't really go that high and that uh, demon already whispered in there. But the main indication is the, um, those two avenues that we want to focus on. And if you already, we don't ask for this kind of thing. Obviously, the more spiritual you are, the more engaged you are with the force of creation, uh, with sharing throughout the day, with elevating your consciousness, with looking inside, the more you do that, the less you're going to be experiencing those categories. If you already experience that, try to see, because you have a sense of control, if you can ask a question, because they do carry some truth to it. So if you already have this, you know, for me, it was uh, throughout, even throughout the years, it was a um, great connection of like strengthening uh, the relationship. So, like I even remember uh, dreams that um, like of different individuals that told me, uh, you know, I felt like this woman or this man is trying to seduce me in the dream. 
and I said no to them. And I said, this is beautiful because this was like a demon that was trying to take from you energy. And that means that you are more faithful. You are more, you are connecting to your partner. This is beautiful. So they might tell you that there's going to be a challenge, uh, like, a, like a test, but you're going to grow your relationship. You're going to grow, grow your love. So Obviously, it's not a, if the relationship is going through a struggle right now and you're very busy with it, so it's probably not that, that kind of thing, right? It's not like, uh, oh, I'm busy with it and then I got this, test i don't know if it's from uh, so uh, like from the right place it sounds like if you have a dream that you believe is come from a demon it sounds like you might want to have it interpreted because how you know it, if we're kind of in that state where it's they're stealing your energy or they're trying to kind of trick you or lead you into a certain place then how how can we make that i mean you could make the assessment about the dreams you had in that place that you were right. at. But how does the rest of it, I mean, is this one of those ones where it's like, hey guys, if you have a, if you have a, a dream that you feel has come from a demon, reach out? Yes, yeah, so when, when you email dreams or dream at kabbalah.com, so you actually get a, a flowchart. And by answering the questions in the flowchart, yes or no, um, if it is a dream by a demon, you will actually be able to reach a place that this dream was by, a, we can call it negative entity or by a demon. Um, so that's one avenue to go. The second avenue is actually, yes, to have a dream interpretation because the dream interpreter, the Kabbalistic dream interpreter, they know, they can know according to all the details if it was done by um uh, by a demon or not. But you also want to extract the positive. You said at the very beginning that, and this is going to be the last question for you from me right now, is, you know, you said that we want to extract the positive, that there is a positive aspect to the the engagement with the demon through your dreams. So right. I would imagine, wouldn't it be true then in order to extract that positive, you need help to do it? Because Again, like the demons are kind of blinding you in a way from being able to see. Yeah, that. in most of the in, in most of the cases, the demon would try uh, to make you focus on the distraction, right? Like the uh, what was wrong, or maybe even feeling guilt that I had, the individual had this kind of dream, and so on. It's just important to understand that there is some truth to it, right? And like you said. When you do the Kabbalistic dream interpretation, uh, you can extract valuable information because from the point of view of the Kabbalistic dream interpreter, they don't care about the details of the dream. They care to extract the, uh, the message. So yes, there is some truth to it. And unfortunately, many times it can be missed because the individual was too focused on the distraction. Right. Oh my God, it was so scary. Right. You no, know, like my heart was racing. And uh, so just to be clear, right, a nightmare would be usually waking up from it. And it's scary. And there's, lo there's no, I would say there's not even uh, something that makes sense in the dream, that it's even possible. 
Ah. So it's like that's an interesting uh, point you didn't say before. That's a really interesting point. Yeah, like uh, you know, someone was investigated and they were thrown to jail, and then they killed the person in the in the cell. It's like it's not gonna happen. Ninety-nine percent chance. So what are we talking about? For the demon, it will look more real. Got it. Like it can actually happen. Well, now that you're saying that, it's funny. I instantly kind of reviewed in my, I don't remember <laughs> all of my dreams, but I, I, I was reviewing kind of, when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I get that now. I see the difference in a much clearer way between a nightmare because the nightmares you're like, you're saying it's scary. Like somebody's chasing you. Like you go, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to be in that situation. Yeah, for and a nightmare, like you would like say, oh my movie. God, thank God it was a dream. Right. That's a nightmare. Right. So interesting. Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But with the demon, the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah says, every truth, every lie has to be mixed with truth. So right. for the demon to convince the individual to believe the dream, to give it, to give it energy, it has to give some truth to something it. that feels right oh wow yeah. okay yes. i this one i i have like a thousand more questions but we're running out of time <laughs> <laughs> we might have to do a second one on this one anyway maybe yeah yeah let's uh not to give it too much energy but it is it is it, you know again i can think of dreams in my life that now i'm looking back going i think that was a dream in, with a demon you know or that a demon gave yes. to me and now it, it looks yes. very different so all right, uh, Mordecai, let's talk the language of dreams. What is the sleep symbol of the week? All right, so the sleep symbol is also spicy for matching this episode uh, because some people are really intrigued by the whole thing with angels and demons, and it's, it's fine. Um, so the symbol of today is relations, especially uh, um, uh, uh, dreaming that uh, the individual has a sexual relationship um, and it can be with different uh, people right and um, the the main understanding behind uh, relations is a greater connection greater unity assuming that the individual is not thinking about that person that they dreamt about uh, in a sexual way like they're not attracted to them, not thinking about them throughout the day. That's a different story. That's more of the natural dream because it's reflecting what the individual had, has in their mind throughout the day. So this is where it becomes spicy. So we're talking about greater connection. So uh, the more inappropriate it is in the day-to-day, -day, in the dream, the more elevated it is. So, for example, uh, having relations with your father. Um, I guess for the majority, it's not the right thing, right? Uh, to okay. say the least. And uh, the father represents the emanation of Chochmah, uh, which is one of the ten emanations, actually the top emanation after the very first one. So it's like the second, but it's like very elevated. This is indicating great wisdom, great light coming to the individual. Mm. Unbelievable, great next level. 
uh, relations with the mother in the dream, excluding the, the other uh, scenarios, relations with the mother in the dream represents a greater connection to the emanation of Bina, which is the storage of energy of life. So that's more uh, energy of life coming to the individual. Hmm. Energy of uh, relations with uh, a brother, that's energy of connection to what is called by the Kabbalist Zeir Anpin, connection to the metaphysical reality. So it's in general spiritual elevation, insights, becoming more aware to your gifts. Relations with the sister is connected to the energy of Malchut, the physical manifestations. So when someone has uh, relations in the dream, relations with their sister, it means a greater connection with a manifestation of a project of spiritual energy, seeds that you've been planting for a long time. And this is regardless if you are male or female, if you're attracted to the same sex or attracted to the opposite sex, not related. It doesn't matter. Uh, dreaming that you have relations with someone like a co-worker, um, a friend, a child, um, it's indicating a growing connection, a growing connection with that individual, an opportunity to take it to the next level in your relationship, to do some work together, inner work together, to reveal more and more of that light. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions, but we don't have a lot of time. Okay, <laughs> one quick question because we just talked about yes. it so much in this episode. So I just want to be clear, not every dream where there's sexual relations in or relations in it is coming from a demon because all that you're talking about has a lot of positive, like there's a lot of positive around it. Right. Okay. So if it's a, it's a good question. So if it's going into too much details in the dream, that's like uh, the demon trying to oversell to the individual, like, this is real, this is real, give me energy. But if the dream is like, you know, the individual had this relation, there weren't too many details, it felt great, but it wasn't sexual. Got it. It wasn't sexual in the sense like, you're it not attracted to that it individual. Wasn't, it wasn't an X-rated In the reality. Movie. Sorry? It wasn't an X-rated movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. You went, you went, maybe there were details, but it, it, <laughs> it, you weren't, you're not attracted to this individual. Right. You would never think in your mind uh, to do anything with that individual. Right. Okay. And it didn't even give you a thought to do something when you woke up. That's, that's, that's indicating a greater connection. And by the way, uh, if something happened, like the connection stopped, uh, someone interrupted, it's all related to the symbol. Okay. Like the, the, it can be that the, the relation, the connection is interrupted. There's something, there's a belief system that is uh, bothering, or you wanted to connect and you didn't. So there was an opportunity, but there are challenges. It's all connected to the meaning of the symbol. Got it. Okay, thank you for that. I think you answered a lot of people's questions, by the way. I think yes. that's one of those symbols that people yeah, always people have, you know, people have those that. dreams. It's time yeah. we speak about it. You know? <laughs> yes. All right. And then what's something to sleep on this week? So we want to give you um, a, one of the names from the 70 names of God. It's actually um, 
and we use in Kabbalah the 72 names. Uh, these are the 72 letter sequences, Aramaic Hebrew letter sequences. Each one of them draws different energy, builds a, a different capacity on what can be revealed. And uh, this one is the last one from the 72, which is for spiritual cleansing. Using this name, uh, meditating before you go to sleep, that's what we would recommend for you to do, is actually allowing you to uh, cleanse your aura, your energy field. Obviously, if you want to take it to the next level, uh, you can get in any place online, uh, also on kabbalah.com, anywhere you can get sage, and you can actually do sage to yourself or in the room before you go to sleep. And if you really want to, you're feeling more advanced, you want to take it to the next level, we have a special Moroccan herbs combined with the, with the sage, special Moroccan herbs kit that you, you, you can order it. You can just email us dreams at kabbalah.com. We bring those herbs from Morocco specifically uh, to be done before you go to sleep. And also you can do it uh, when you wake up. So the kit is divided to two parts for three days, for three nights and three days. So you can do it before you go to sleep. Especially if you feel there is something in the room, in the room that you sleep in. It's not an hotel. It's not, you're not staying at someone's house. It's your place and you feel there's something, something, someone watching you, something is happening. Uh, we offer the service of space cleansing. If you're interested to know more, you can find more about it on kabbalah.com, but you can also do it yourself with the uh, spiritual kit, the sleep detox kit using the Moroccan herbs and the sage. But you can already start with the sage yourself, right. with Mem Vav Mem from the 72 names of God every night and see the difference and share right. with us. Yes, please. And if you see, and if you're interested in just the sage, you can also find that on cabal.com in the shop. Mordecai, this has been a really fascinating episode. Thank you so much for revealing many things that I'm sure people are going to be very excited to, to know about. Um, we just want to remind you that you can find us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook at the Art of Spiritual Sleep group, on Instagram at the Art of Spiritual Sleep and on YouTube on our Art of Spiritual Sleep YouTube channel where you can find all of our episodes very easily from all the seasons we've had to date. So that's season one, season two, and now season three. Um, if you are interested in finding out more about dream interpretation, or if you want a dream interpretation or the Art of Spiritual Sleep program, you can email us at dreams at kabbalah.com. And finally, because it really is Mordecai's mission to help elevate the sleep and dreams of every single person in this, in this beautiful world of ours. Um, please, if you find this interesting and you feel like it's helped you, feel free to share it with your friends and family so we can elevate all of our sleep together. Thanks so much, yes. Mordecai. Have a great week. And we know, we, know, we know you guys, uh, this is a, a, an episode that uh, you might want to listen uh, again. And there was, there's a lot to take. And we want you to know that we are here for you. If you have any questions, any concerns, anything you want to bring up, 
on all the platforms that Wendy just mentioned. We are here for you, we are available for you, and we are guessing that it's gonna bring some uh, questions, some thoughts, some uh, concerns even, and we are here for you to support you in taking it to the next level. All right, also we're on all your favorite podcast platforms too. Have a fantastic week and sleep well. Thank you, sleep well, good night.